This poem's about my dog. Woof. Mate, your dog's more funny than you are. Fucking hell. Hello, hello, hello. In a week in which the culinary competition show MasterChef urged participants to make shit. Make it thick, make it sticky, make it brown. And bollocks. Caramel pear balls and blackcurrant pear balls topped with a caramel tweel. We felt duty-bound at the Dukey Radio Show to deliver some kitchen exploits of our own. But there's no crown for us to win, no accolade to aim for. Our collective goal is simple. As our very own Sylvia Silversmith is unwell, we felt duty-bound to search high and indeed low for non-standard cures, elixirs, if you will, to help restore Sylvia's constitution. Warning, the alternative cures featured in the show contain alcohol. If you are under the legal drinking limit age in your area or easily offended by discussions involving drink, we recommend that you stop listening now. Thank you. God, Jesus, my hemorrhoids hurt. Alchemy, chemistry, gastronomy. Call it what you want, but we're experimenting with non-standard cures. We're creating an assortment of elixirs. Cures, if you will. Cures for malaise, cures for illness, cures... For the blues, some involve unlikely combinations of ingredients, some involve uncommon, if slightly worrying, preparation and techniques. We will be creating and sampling these new elixirs, cures for you in the studio, live and in real time. This is what podcasts are all about. Sylvia, Marsha and myself are about to don our chef's whites and to wear the type of trouser wear that would not be out of place at a scar or cheap trick gig let's cure oh let dookie we got a cure because uh our friend sylv uh has not been well yeah she's having some problems aren't you sylv it's true. I have not been well of either body or spirit, Dookie and Martha. This is for certain. Yeah, can I just say to everybody out there, and I'm sure none of these include our listeners, so I don't even know why I'm saying this. You know, it's like punishing the people that turn up on time by, you know, telling them why is everybody late, even though they're there. But, you know, I'm going to do it anyway. Can everybody stop being an asshole to myself, you know? Everybody's kind of being an asshole to myself, you know, Dookie? And you and me, we get a little pissy when that happens, right? You are not wrong. It's true. People haven't been kind lately, Dookie. 
They have been kind. There's been a lot of cunty behaviour out and about on the streets of London in the last couple of weeks. It's, it's just spring, not good for my spirit. Spring has sprung. The and sun is out. Is springing, and Dookie. people are behaving like utter weapons. Yeah, it's, people are not being good for my spirit lately, Dookie. And then I've had the third cold this year, which isn't normally like me. I, I mean, I normally get like one. But the great thing is, is that firstly, I'm here with you two and all of our lovely, lovely listeners, who I know for a fact are lovely and wonderful. And secondly, if it's given us the idea for this show, and we're going to be sampling some stuff. Are we not? We're going to be sampling, we're going to be creating, we're going to possibly rock your world with appliances that you thought were unitaskers but are in fact purveyors of feel good yeah i have no idea what that means i have no idea what that means sylv do you have any idea what that means i i can't say i do i i assume what you mean by unitasker is a thing that only does one thing indeed okay so a thing that only does one thing does that mean limb no, I was referring to an appliance. That oh, you did say appliance. Yes, an appliance which normally is associated <gasps> oh, with one measly task. Yeah, Dookie, uh, I'm sorry. Now I'm with you. It's my fault. It's it's the dishwasher. But actually, I wanted to start with something else because before we move on to dishwasher stuff, dishwasher stuff. Yeah, be- before we move on to stuff that you do with your dishwasher that maybe it isn't made for hence the unitasker which is now a multitasker well your dishwasher is anyway we will find out later what this we'll all find means. out later uh first we need to cure sylph because she's been like flemmy from motorhead for the last week and People have been crapping on her, and it's... It, emotionally. Uh, do you emotionally, mean yeah, like... Right. Didn't, didn't you tell somebody their dog was, like, really cute, and they just looked at you like, you know, like I was an axe murderer? Yes, they did. It hurt my feelings. You know, I know I'm a little bit sensitive, but they did hurt my feelings. And then I have a great big bush out in front of the house that uh, where Marcia and I dwell, and some old ladies walked by last night and I was in a really, really bad mood because I'd had a rough meeting for work. And I heard them slagging off my bush, which does say, say sound a lot like something that maybe is more Sue's arena. But I didn't like it. I don't like them. How it, I didn't like listen, it. Listen, if those random nasty pieces of work have a go about the appearance of your bush... They shouldn't have a go about the appearance of my bush. I mean, my bush was getting quite unruly, and I have spent the better part of today tidying up my bush. But it just, you know, when you just have those moments where you just think, could this day get any worse? Uh Even though your day isn't actually that bad. I mean, it wasn't that bad. But, you know, I just think people are not being kind. Except a couple of people that are going to help us today with this podcast and Dookie, can I just say the first one? Because you and I know about this, right? And Sylv doesn't, right? So we need to tell Sylv what we're giving her now. Yes, I do see a very odd arrangement 
of accoutrements sitting on Dookie's. What is what is this thing called? It is a cajon. A it is cajon. a percussion instrument which originates from South America. Is it okay that we're using it as a table? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. So what we have on this cajon is we have Dookie's rather slim supply of what appears to be a very, very posh bottle of whiskey. Am I correct? Ben Rioch. Okay, so there's that. And then there's a mug with a thing of Lemsip in it. Lemsip, which for those people not from the UK or listening to this um, in other parts of the world, Lemsip is a granulated... In the States, it's called Theraflu. Oh, really? Is Yeah. Same product. So if you're, in, if you're in North America, you'll know it is Theraflu. If you're in other places, I don't... Yeah, go on. Sorry. It is a granulated... Cold medicine. It's a cold medicine that you drink. Absolutely. And it's designed to, in the way that tea is comforting, it's designed to give you a sense of well-being while also hitting the parts that need to be hit in the cold steaks. What I also see here is some Manuka honey, which I know for a fact to be very, very expensive honey. Yes. Um, And it's supposed to have healing powers. And you have some cayenne pepper, which I know because the little spice jar is labeled. You have some ginger, ground ginger, and you have half a lemon, and you have a measuring jug, which appears to have orange juice in it. Yeah, that's right. And then you have, you seem to have Dookie's kettle next to us. Yes. Yeah. So, so Dookie, should we just explain what we're going to do? Because I was, I was reading the newspaper on the train and I, and I was feeling bad for Syl because she's been flimmy from Motorhead, you know, a lot this year. And, and, and normally I don't read the alcohol column. But it caught my eye because he wasn't just talking about alcohol. He was talking about using it as a cure. And, and just to give the guy his due, this guy is called Damien Barr. And his last name is B-A-R-R. That's a solid name for somebody writing a column about alcohol. Well, exactly. So his column, as you can see here, is called Bar Fly, right? Ooh. And I've never... I see I, what he did there. I've never read this column before, and but it caught my eye, because I don't, you know, really care about alcohol. I don't care. But, you know, it caught my eye, and it's actually really good, and I just want to say, Dookie, I told you about this, and I told you that we need to cure Sylvia of her physical ailments, and you thought this was a great idea, that this is what we're going to do, but we need to try it on the podcast because we need the listeners to be in on this with us, right? So can I make a suggestion? Could I say, why don't you press pause, people, or even stop, right, on on your device? Yes, for the first time on the Dukey Radio Show, we are going to ask you to press pause in well, on the count well, of three. Well, let me let me just tell them what right. I want them to do first. Ooh. Okay, fair enough. Otherwise, I've, they're going to be going. What the hell am I, I doing? I want everybody to feel better, and perhaps I jump the gun a bit. Okay, yeah. So I hope you don't do that in the other arenas of your life. I'm sure you don't. You're very masculine oh, and very lovely. Um, so what you need, what you might want to do, is join us. So what you're going to need is Dookie. I'm going to give this recipe, and then maybe you can give the recipe that involves the dishwasher. Yes. Okay. So for this first one, you need some whiskey, but I wouldn't use the good stuff. It's just what Dookie happened to have in his cupboard. Which is the good stuff. Which is like, you guys, you, this must be like really expensive. 
Ben Riek. It's a Scottish I have had whiskey. It. I, yeah, I'm not a whiskey gal, but it is amazing. It is a Scottish whiskey, and here in the UK, it's about roughly thirty-five pounds or so. It, I mean, I yeah, I mean, it tastes like ambrosia. It's See, a thing of beauty. It's... Don't don't you? I mean, Damien Barr says don't use your good stuff, but we're using your good stuff because you said you didn't mind. Sylvia has had people slagging off her bush. We're going to dig out the good shit. Yeah, I agree. So, so, but don't get, don't go out and buy the good stuff. Just get yourself some rock gut whiskey, whatever. So, and then you're going to need some powdered ginger, powdered cayenne pepper, half a lemon, some honey, uh, a sachet of lemsip or theraflu. Uh, ours is lemon flavored, and some orange juice that's supposed to be warm. This one's cooling as we speak, and some hot water. So, and Dookie, so, and while you're on pause, you might as well join us as well for the next thing. So, Dookie, explain these. We have two bottles in the style of Blue Peter. Here's one that we completed earlier. We have two bottles of infused vodka. These are bottles of ordinary vodka, which have had two famous sweets added to them. And then prepared in a dishwasher. I shall explain. You get an ordinary one litre bottle of vodka. You then add 500 grams of whatever sweet that you like. That means candy. We have one of each. One has M and M's in it. Which flavour do we opt for? Just the ordinary... M&M's. Just the normal, not the peanut ones. Right. Just normal M&M's. And the other bottle has a chocolate that I've not had in a long, long while. Rolo. Very simple recipe. One, one litre bottle of vodka. Put in sweet of your choice. Don't forget to take some of the vodka out first. Yes. Due to the displacement Do theory. Do I need to explain displacement theory? Yeah. So you we take had a, a little conversation off air about this. So, so you, you take your one litre bottle of vodka. You take out a quarter of it. You then place 500 grams of whatever sweet you like. In this case, we've used two chocolates. You can go the Starburst route. You can, you can even add Skittles if you want. Normally... You have to shake this like a motherfucker and store it in a cool area for weeks and weeks and weeks. This technique will do it in less than two hours, less than 90 minutes, depending upon your dishwasher of choice. And do you know why I say dishwasher? Because this, this lovely drink, this elixir of goodness actually brews in your dishwasher. So after you have put your sweets into the bottle, give it a big, big, firm shake. Are shakes firm? You can. There's a firm handshake. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they can be. Right. And then um, it's important that you also place cling film around wrap. the in around the whole bottle you're, <laughs> there you're are doing other me. brands i'm just translating for you you gotta wrap it in saran wrap i guess because in case it breaks in the dishwasher and it's in the dishwasher that the magic happens yes this beautiful beverage this elixir actually brews inside what you thought was a unitasker lob it in your dishwasher put it on the 
full setting, an hour and a half later, it will be as though two weeks has passed before your very taste buds. And and you know what else you can do? So, Dookie, while people have this on pause, what you also might want to buy or acquire in some way, you know, you might have them in your house, uh, is some gummy bears or some Haribo, Haribo or... Sorry, I had to turn away for a minute because I got ice melting over here. I didn't know what it was. Uh, some Haribo, any gummy candy of your choice, and soak it in the displaced vodka because we're going to try that as well. So you you guys go away and do that and then come back and then we'll do this together. So for the first time on the Dookie Radio Show, after the count of three, you will press pause and make these cures happen. A one, a two, three. Welcome back. Let's brew. So, Dookie, we're going to do this on air. So, everybody's got their ingredients. Maybe we can do this all together. Because the the Damien Bar one is is like, you know, we're just going to make it now. Right? It's you kind can of see a, yeah. pictures uh, of all our accoutrements here. So, maybe that might just help people. If you go to our Facebook page, we will have photos of what we've created there, which is facebook.com forward slash the Dookie Radio Show. So, Dookie, can I talk you through this? And so we're going to start. He says one or two big tablespoons of whiskey. Which, how much do you want? Do you want one or two? Let's go for two. I think Sylvia needs all the help she can get. In a way, this is a bit like a hot toddy in that it's introducing alcohol and heat yeah, that's to he, the cold. That's what he says. My definitive toddy should be available on the NHS. That's how he started. That's a bold statement. Yeah, so, yeah. so and then he says, so here, I've just ripped open, this is, that's the sound of the, the lem sip sachet, and he says to pour it into the, the whiskey and make a roux. You want to explain what a roux is? A roux is the building block of any great sauce in this particular case it isn't a, a sauce that we're doing but an elixir is that and really patronizing to assume that you're i'm sorry that your listeners won't know what a roux is we don't sorry i didn't mean to be patronizing. not all the dookie radio show listeners may be i didn't know what one was until like a year programs. ago yeah it's like when you're making a sauce right yes okay so you guys gotta smell this Sm- smell this now. So this is just whiskey and lemsip. Smell, right. smell that. Okay, it's time for smell-o-vision. <laughs> that, smell- that actually smells really nice. Right. That does actually smell nice. What are you- You're not looking so convinced there, <laughs> Lemsip and whiskey together. So then he it's says... It's quite a nice combination, surprisingly. I think that smells nice. So, okay, so I'll narrate while you, while you do this. So, so then he says... To add big pinches of ginger, cinnamon, and cayenne pepper, or a dash of cayenne pepper. Okay, so Mars has done that, and a tablespoon of honey and the juice of a lemon mind the pips. That means seeds in North America. I don't know what that means in other places, but in North America, it means seeds. Okay, so that's But done. hang on, so yes. Gladys Knight and the seeds and really the should seeds, have been that's the, true. the group's That name. is true. Because, yes, when I was growing up and I knew Gladys Knight and the Pips, I had no idea what a Pip was. Did you know what a seed was? Yeah, yeah, I would call it a seed. Maybe during the age of Aquarius, they called things, you know, by different names. Okay, what else is it now? What is it? Orange juice and and 
Top up 50-50 with a mix of warm orange juice and hot water. So here we have the orange juice that's not that warm anymore because we've been uh, gassing. Uh, okay, now it's starting to look a little disgusting. And and then I got a kettle here. Hold on while I, I bend down and get this kettle. That is, that's still kind of hot. And I'm going to... So this is... I don't know what a toddy is. What is a toddy? Basically, it's where you utilize alcohol to combat your illness. In this particular case, you're using actual medication alongside traditional remedies, as well as herbal elements, which in their own way are well known for making one feel better. Ginger and cayenne okay. pepper, for instance, are very good for so. I never throats. knew what it. I know. I don't know what a toddy is supposed to look like, but if I had to guess, that. That would be it. Would you say? Is yes. that a toddy-ish to yes. you? It's within okay. the family of... It's kind of caramel coloured. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like dishwasher water to me, but, you know. So you can hear I'm stirring that. So the honey looks like it's mostly dissolved. Um, Dookie, should we let Syl try this first? Sylvia and then... needs this the most. Okay, so I'm a little embarrassed to be drinking on air because if I was listening and I heard somebody making those noises, I would have to go insane. So I'm going to try not to do that, but also still. So listeners, if you've just made this with us, then I think that it would make me feel so much better if I knew that other people were drinking this at the same time. So one, two, three. Oh! <gasps> Actually, you know, that's not bad. Are you feeling better already? That is not bad. You know, I thought that was going to be disgusting. Here, you need to try that, Dookie. Mar Martha, you need to... That is actually not bad. I'll be sampling I an have elixir to say, that apparently should be made available by the NHS to help people who are not feeling well. I'm that going is to have it. actually not... Because of all of those constituents of things that don't thrill me. Well, I like the spices and I like lemon, but I'm not a big lemsip gal. It's a bit too... Lemsip's too sweet for me, even when I have a cold. And I'm not a big whiskey drinker either. But uh, what do you think? That's really nice. It is really nice. It shouldn't be nice, but it's very, very right, let me, nice. Let me... You know, I hope none of us have cooties. Does anybody have cooties? Because we're all sharing cooties here. We won't Let anymore. This will remove them even if they've just arrived in your respective Yeah, there I am. Uh, yeah, sorry, Silva, I'm making that annoying noise. Sorry, listeners, I'm dead. You know what? This kind of makes you want to be sick. Yes, just yes. so that you can feel better thanks to that. I, I, you know, I'm at the tail end of my cold now, and as you can probably tell because I'm not snotty sounding. And I wish that this actually makes you not want to have a cold. It makes you want to have the flu. And it makes you want somebody to make it for you. It just makes you feel better. Doesn't it sound kind of vile in that recipe? Doesn't it sound kind of... Yeah, when I read it, I was, I was kind of going, you know, yeah, let's try it. <coughs> Orange juice and whiskey with yeah. honey in it. it you... It does raise some alarm bells in the flavor states. Yeah, I did think, yeah, I don't like, but, you know, I want, because I thought, yeah, it's a cool idea. But you didn't, I, I wouldn't have said that it would have tasted that good. That is really good. I got a little cayenne in the throat. That's why I'm coughing, though. <coughs> 
So I'm going to take another sip of that. We're just sharing this around here, people. And listeners, I really, really hope you're enjoying this too. Because I think that is really nice. We should make a punch out of this for the next Dookie Radio Show party. Uh, Can I just say, Damien Barr... Is a genius. Yeah, If you're listening, which, you know, who knows? You know, stranger things have happened. Um, You're a genius. Uh, And... You should come on the show. That, Absolutely. Because that is amazing. That That is really good. It shouldn't be good. It shouldn't be. But it is. So, Dookie, should we... Sylv, so, so yeah, you're getting along with that, okay? <coughs> I think you need to have some more woman. Dookie, you know what I've been doing the past couple of days. And here's the product of it. And... You're looking really skeptical. Um, people, this is the sound of saran wrap and rubber band coming off a bowl. Cling film and an elastic band over a, a glass ah. mixing bowl have been... It smells good. Smell that. Delivered to the... Smell, smell it. So that's... Dookie Radio Show Studio. This appears to be Haribo. So Haribo. Which... For from, gummy bears. From the... <coughs> from the smell... I would assume this is Haribo, which has been left for God knows how long to soak in vodka. Yeah, that's Am I right or am I right? So here, so your friend uh, Moxie, um, she and I got to, you know, chitting, chatting. And... Despite fronting a rock and roll band... Moxie does not drink. She despises the taste of alcohol. She's not high and mighty about it. She has tried many different beverages, but uh, the actual taste of drink in the alcoholic sense is just revolting to her. So the fact that you guys were discussing this makes me quite intrigued. Yeah, I don't know how we got... We were... Talking about a lot of stuff, including uteruses, which was very, very amusing to me. Uh, yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. It's and an so amazing I don't know, thing, you know, the world of cunts. It is an amazing thing. And how you how we got from uterus to Haribo in, in vodka, I don't know. But we did. And she said that she doesn't like the taste of alcohol, but she likes gummy bears that have been soaked in vodka because that way you kind of get the alcohol buzz but without the taste. So I thought, yeah, it's a way of cheering Sylva up. And Sylva, I know you're not a big drinker. So uh, these do smell really nice. And I am a big Haribo fan. So when I saw that Marcia had bought Tang Fastics, because the Tang Fastics to me are the best ones because they're the ones that are the most sour. And can I just say Dookie and Marcia? So what is these, what does that look like to you? Because that looks a little suspect. It looks like, well, to be honest, balls, yes, a pair so, of them. So you get you get cherry flavored in this bag of Tang Fastics, but there are two cherries dangling together off a little oh, stem. Oh, they look like two cherries or that are be, dangling. It could be Nicki Minaj's bottom, which is very very, Absolutely. very plumptious. A fantastic bum. It's very plumptious. So are we trying these? Dookie, come on. you got to try one. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, okay, let's... we gotta, we got to do this. So what kind are you taking? I The first one that I'm going to do, just because it makes sense logically, I see that there is a soft drink bottle-shaped Haribo here, um, which I would imagine would be a cola-flavoured one. 
Yeah. I've had Coke and vodka many, many times, and it's going to be interesting to see what this infused version is like. Can I just say, I just put these in a bowl, the whole pack of uh, Haribo, and just covered them in some uh, vodka and left it. I, I left it in the fridge, and then I took it out of the fridge, and they went really, really too mushy, so I put it back in the fridge. So I got uh, I got the fish one, which, I don't know, looks like grape-flavored. Or, and Phil, f- I've got cherry. The Cola Bottle Haribo mm, version is... That's nice. It's a bit Woo! like... It's a bit like you've just been to the pub and that you've ordered a a Coke and vodka in chewy form. Whoa! It's quite... I have to say, it it tastes very alcoholic to me, but nice. Dookie, that's clearing out my sinuses. Really? Or or is this the... Possibly the effects of Mr. Barr's elixir that we were drinking earlier? Or a combination of the two? I don't know, but I think I'm going to be hammered. I mean, yeah, I'm surprised because... I had that chit chat with Moxie as well about, and we were both saying that, you know, because I I do drink. I'll try one of the cherries while you oh, okay. tell me. I do I do drink, but I'm not a big fan of the taste either. So I, you know, with alcohol I can take it or leave it, but these do, as you say, they do actually taste quite a bit more like vodka than you would actually think. Hmm. So I'm not sure. Whether maybe they've soaked in too much or because they are really strong, but they're really nice. I'm going to try the Coca-Cola bottle because does that taste like vodka and Coke? It tastes like vodka and Coke. To be fair, though, while I enjoy the sweetness that the Haribo is bringing to the party, Mm. it tastes as though the balance is a little bit off where it's kind of (laughs) the flavor is. 68% 68% vodka, the remainder being cola. I really wish Moxie was here having these with us. Yes. Because she's, mm, she's well, American too. And so me and her and Marcia get along really well. And I think she's so wonderful. And that could be really fun. So maybe we should have done this when she was here. True. She's the only said, person in the last two weeks that hasn't been mean to me. Her and... You know, our friends. Present company excluded, yeah. And like the lovely Sean, who we were speaking with, who is your guitarist girlfriend. She's all kinds of lovely. Who's a very lovely I'm a big fan of Sean. I have to say, I prefer the beverage that we had first, Bar's Elixir for ailments. This is fun, but it tastes, I can really, really taste the vodka. Um, but if you want a, a fun way to be able to take in your your alcohol, this is a good way to do it. And it's nice to be able to imbibe via the means of chewing rather than having to carry a cold glass. You know what's really scaring me? It's that this toddy is slipping down very, very nicely. And I'm on my third Haribo now. And... I actually have quite a lot of work to do today. Thanks to this elixir, though, you'll feel... Yeah, Dookie, I'm reading a document that is very, very long about legislation. Oh, that sounds riveting. And I'm thinking, do you think the toddy's going to make that better? Mm. It's your cold will go away. Okay. And thanks to the herbal infusion and the vitamin C from the orange juice, not to mention the 
pure calorific goodness of the Haribo. Um, would you call it a beverage? The what? What is that? Well, the Haribo a... slurry of yeah, vodka a slurry is sweet. good. Uh, it was a because I was reading on. You know, we have to give. You know, I was reading about you know how you soak gummy bears and whatever. Oops! There goes the measuring jug. Uh, you're supposed to have vodka left over, but I have to say these have been soaking for like four days. Perhaps the soaking time needs to be less. However, if you so there's fancy, no vodka left. Yeah. If you fancy uh, your sweets to have one hell of a punch in them, give it four days. Mm. And now it's time for us to sample dishwasher vodka. Infused dishwasher vodka. Right, Dookie. Infused chocolate dishwasher vodka. What color would you call that? It looks like God's gravy, also known as diarrhea color. It looks like Beelzebub's ash juice. Let's hope it tastes better. Yeah, well, this is, this is the one that has M&Ms in it. So it went a really lurid color because as soon as you put it, you know, all the red and the green starts coming off the M&Ms, right? Yes. So that's one. And the other one, that just looks like thin Baileys to me, right? The Rolo one has fared better in the appearance stage. Yeah. So, but we smelled these earlier, right? And the M&Ms one actually smells like M&Ms. Yes. Right? And the Rolo, it's possible. I was in charge of the Rolo. I think maybe I didn't put enough in. But, you know, okay. Uh, again, the ratio is one liter of vodka with 500 grams of the chocolate of choice. We're going to be sampling the Rolo one first. Can I tell you where I got the recipe for this? I'm quite intrigued. Right. Well, yeah. I have a friend called Rebecca and... She's got kids, so she's always on that mum's net, right? Yes. You know that? I've heard about it, yes. So that website that's for... They have a logo which, in, you know how the Charlie's Angels, they've got yeah. that um, silhouette of the, the three awesome women with guns and walkie-talkies? Yeah. It, this looks just like that uh, in silhouette form, only the three angels are holding babies. Okay, how do you know that? I have friends that have maybe referred articles okay. to me. Okay, oh, that's interesting. Okay, well, yeah. So my friend said, have you tried dishwasher vodka? And I said, no. And she told me what it was. And I said, how do you know about that? And she said, she got it on Mumsnet. Now, I always thought Mumsnet was like people talking about their babies and stuff. But apparently not. It's perhaps mothers talking about coping strategies for that little tyke that simply won't stop behaving like a cock. Which one do you want to try first? Because the Rolo one, it looks disgusting, actually. And the M&M one doesn't look any better. This is all about flavor and the fact that it's a cure. Here, you made the M&M one. Here, Sylv, you try the Rolo. Okay. Right. So are we ready? Okay, so... Sylvia is going to be drinking the Rolo one. I am going to have a sample of the M&M's one. Okay, can I just say that I love you both. And that is not love. Remember when I just said that it looked like 
the M&M one looks like Beelzebub, Beelzebub's ass juice. Mm. This tastes like Beelzebub's ass juice. The M&M version is actually quite similar to Bailey's. Okay, can we trade? Oh, uh, yeah, I see what you mean. It, yeah, it's more of a texture thing. Yes, I've got a feeling that um, introducing this liquid to a filter of some sort, cloth, for instance... Um, oh yeah that'd be a good idea oh yeah i should have thought to strain it yeah you you should strain it so okay the m&m's one is nice the m&m's one is disgusting but it's really nice really 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 nice okay yeah um i believe bailey's is actually based on whiskey but obviously alcohol with sweet chocolate is going to in whatever form, be it with whiskey or vodka similar results have you Um, tried the roller i have not had the roller yet yeah i'm not uh, I don't know about that texture. It's like off. It's like milk that's gone off. Yeah, see what I mean? No, I, I, I'm either yeah. this combination doesn't work, or the amount of uh, Rolo infusion uh, that I has think, taken yeah, place. Yeah, I think is, we need to strain it. Yes. So, uh, so well, it's funny because the thing that I thought would be the least success- successful is actually the most, and. We're passing this mug of hot toddy round, and we're all, like, digging on it. Like, don't bogart the toddy. You know what I mean? I know, although, in as much as I'd love to have more of it, poor Sylvia needs it the most. I need it, Tuki. I do need it. I feel, I feel bruised in the soul. But, you know, this is actually feeling really very, very much better. And being with you two makes me feel better. And oh. being with the listeners makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah. So I think that everybody should definitely try these. I mean, even the even the dishwasher vodka. I think you're. I think you're right. I think if you strain it through some muslin, I think it might be okay. Because it might take away that texture of the roller one that does taste like like in your mouth. You know, it just it does taste like curdled. The M and M's dishwasher vodka to me, is quite decadent tasting. It's sweet rather than alcoholic tasting. And to be fair, I think of all the things that we've consumed in this session here, I feel that Moxie, our dear friend, would dig the M&M's vodka the most. That is true. I think she might. Or the toddy, because the toddy just tastes like... A really smooth fruit drink. Smooth. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, smooth. I just had a horrible thought. We're not being like Master Chef for like drinks, are we? Because let's face it, the whole, you know, I'm going to judge your food and you're more, you know, morally a, a superior being to me because you can make a velouté. They, you know, that's a well-plowed furrow in the whole kingdom of media. And, you know, we don't need to plow that furrow any di- deeper because it's like the size of a, you know, a World War One trench. Where does custard start and creme anglaise end? Yeah, but I don't care. You know, I don't I don't care. You know, the three of us are watching MasterChef right now, and I'm only watching it because they got me hooked, right? But I'm getting myself into a foaming rage over it. Why is that? Well, <coughs> excuse me. Like, I don't know. 
I'm sure it says more about me than it does about them. But, you know, they, they came in knowing how to make a velouté. What happened to the days when they would come in and the first four rounds would all be about some guys that's just made macaroni and cheese, but he's put too much chili in it. And now John DeRoe's shitting it out of his ass. Are you suggesting that the standards are so high now that the keen amateurs or so-called amateurs? Yeah, they're not amateurs. Are actually quite intimidating to watch, whereas on earlier um, editions of the show... You would be inspired. It was a bit like your neighbour who, yeah. you know, is a bit of a keen chef, was not only expanding their horizons, but they were kind of learning in front of your very eyes. These people seemed perfectly formed from the beginning. It's almost <coughs> as though they, they had, you know, PR representation as soon as they signed on the dotted line to appear yeah, in MasterChef. Yeah, they were so cynical and jaded from the start. They were all like, you know, bigging it up for the cameras, you know, from the... And I'm like, you know, yeah, they seem like nice people, but... I need to interrupt you there because firstly, Martha, you don't think they were all nice people. And Dookie, I, we both know what was winding Martha up, do we not? Her name? Laura. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. I mean, I can't even talk about it. S- starting out this show by saying, if you can't cook, you must be stupid, was possibly not the most endearing way she it was an ill-advised it comment. was ill-advised which was strange because she seemed the one that was the most pr'd up she seemed the one that was like you know uh, you know like she was very very self-aware she was really like giving it for the camera so to do that was kind of ill-advised i mean i'm not on twitter and i don't know if you guys follow master chef or whatever but i did suspect that maybe there was quite a long thread about possibly that wasn't a very nice thing to say i just think we all need to be a little nicer to each other and we're not being very nice about these people now but i do think that they're all quite nice now oh the the people remaining on the show yeah yeah and i i i hear your discomfort around they don't actually seem like amateur chefs to me because i would have no idea what a velouté was especially at the age of 21 i mean i was just like you know i could shove a egg or waffle in the toaster you know i could make spaghetti and with the but i wouldn't know what a velouté was but they all seem like nice people yeah they do but you know they have super tasters on i mean super you know what, another tasters word, you know i looked up super taster and the thesaurus you want to know what another word for super taster is wanker cunt you cunt. know <laughs> I looked it up. It's official, people. If one of the maybe people, I'm just jealous. I mean, I'm not making a living with my taste buds. So yeah, one of the people who appeared on um, one of the MasterChef episodes this week, they were described as being a multi-sensory chef. Yeah, that guy actually looked like a slime ball, but he didn't actually come across that bad. But the other guy who does like taste stuff, like to figure out what we're eating and why we eat it. That guy, remember that guy? He hadn't yeah, had a that, shave. Yeah, that guy is not oh, my kind of God, guy. God, I wanted oh, to my hit word. him. But you know why? Do, why am I watching this still? Because it does get me into a foaming rage, and I'm just thinking I don't want to be in a foaming rage. There's enough people in the world that are in a foaming rage. I mean, be, you know, people all over Twitter are in a foaming rage over nothing. I don't want to be one of these people, but I'm turning into one of these people. And it's just lucky that I live with Sylv because she. She, you balance each yeah, other out. Yeah, she, she sands off those rough edges of mine. Because, you know, she's nice and I'm not really, right? So, 
Yeah, I don't care. You know, Marsha, you're think, very nice. I'm not going to let you. Yeah, get away that you with know. That. I know I'm not horrible, but you know, who cares about food? But have we just done it with drinks? That's what I'm worried about. I think we've made it fun. Ultimately, we've mixed cold medicine with whiskey. We've also created two beverages with varying degrees of success using a dishwasher as the vessel. I hope so. I, You know, I hope... Well, okay, so Sylvia... And we've soaked... Sorry to cut in. Yeah, go on. And we've soaked Haribo sweets in vodka with a view to seeing what it would taste like. Yeah, okay. This so, is fun. Sylv, how are you feeling? I am feeling much better. I'm feeling much better in, in body and in spirit. NHS, you need to get this toddy. The, the NHS would have all of its problems solved. On your list of, uh, of approved medications Absolutely. for the masses. And so I would thank you for curing me of my ills. And if you're not feeling 100%, you need to make some of that now. Yeah, I don't slag off Sylvia's bush anymore. Or we're coming for you. Facebook. Click on your mouse to our Facebook page. Facebook. Easy to find, it will not take an age. Facebook www.facebook.com Forward slash The Dukey Radio Show The Dukey Radio Show The thin white Dukey is right. Click your way to the Dukey Radio Show Facebook page www.facebook.com forward slash the dookie radio show the dookie radio show the dookie radio show what's this welcome to bean and gone a segment in which marsha mcdonald yeah, hey people, what up? Reviews independent coffee retail establishments in and around the UK. Where did you sample your recent cup? Uh, near the Barbican. Near the Barbican in yeah. London, right. So, kind of near Old Street. Right. So what is that, like east, northeast-ish? It's in the London EC City. postcode yeah. area, yes. So, I went there... EC1. Okay, yeah. So, the East City. And this is a place that's nearby where I do some work. And I've never been there because I got a Costa, right? There are the coffee shops, but that's what I do. And this whole thing is about I'm trying not to go to Costa. I'm trying to support the independents, right? So, I went there actually yesterday with a friend of mine who I also work with. And... This place is called The Fix. The Fix. As in your coffee fix. Right. Uh, so your that gives caffeine you the, fix. Yeah, that gives you the kind of vibe of the place it is. It's on White Cross Street where they have a market, a food market. And, you know, the vibe is hipster, right? 
judging by the people working there. You have that Shoreditch, bearded, overspill, Clark and Well type of thing happening. Yes. And my friend stroke colleague, he's also got a curly wax mustache, you know, too. So he fit in pretty good. And we went in there and... I went to get a table and I sat down in a booth that was at one of these little dinky tables and the booth was a bit too far away from the table. So I went to move the table and it was bolted to the floor. Right. Like they're expecting coffee bar brawls, right? Are they trying to avoid the prospect of potential spillages? Which perhaps affect yeah. their insurance rates. Okay, yeah, Either that's way, a good question. that's quite... That's quite inflexible of them. I do have a jolty table rage. Oh, dear. Right? So whenever I'm in an establishment and, you know, that it's got the tippy table, mm. especially caustic because, you know, if you got a full cup of coffee, firstly, I need every drop, right? And secondly, it just makes a mess because you, you got a tippy table and you just put a really full cup of coffee down. Guess what happened? So I do have a tippy table rage. But it was really uncomfortable. Independence, could you please get the comfort factor? Could you give it a little more consideration? That's what I'm asking. Fair enough. Because the big corporate chains, that's what they do. They give you big comfy sofas. They give you upholstered chairs. That's why people like me want to go to them. But, you know, I want to support the independence. So I'm telling you, please, to sort out your comfort. So I'm, you know, and I'm too high for the table. I can't move the table. And then the coffee was pretty good. Yeah. So the tables and inflexibility in terms of being able to move stuff yeah. are thumbs down. Super but uncomfortable. The Java so, yeah. that they were serving, good thumbs job. up. Good job. Good job. So, so, yeah. Comfort. You know, it's a running theme with this segment, isn't it, Dookie? All the independence, comfort level... Zero. Java factor, you know, nine or ten. Yeah, it's all good. And then, so me and my friend were sitting there, I don't know, chitting, chatting about work and stuff. They played music, Dookie, that drove us out. It drove us out, Dookie, I'm telling you. What tunes were they spinning? Well, you know Philip Glass? Yes. Minimalist composer from the U.S., If Philip Glass all of a sudden decided to write the soundtrack to, like, a Beckett play while he was slashing his wrists, that would be this music. So, in effect, you were in a Peter Greenaway film just for having been to The Fix. This was the music you hear in your head when you're... In the worst, having the worst day you ever had in your life. You know what I mean? It was the music of existential dread. And I said to my friend, we we hadn't finished chit-chatting yet. We hadn't really finished with our coffees. But I said to him, you know what? I gotta go. I gotta go. I can't take it. You know, and, and, and you know, it's a shame because, you know, the coffee was good. The atmosphere was okay. You know, they painted the walls black. You know, it's all a hipster kind of whatever. But, (laughs) 
you know, for a minute, I actually took it personally. I was like, do they want to get rid of us? So you thought they were playing this dark, swirling, minimalist musical fair yeah. to deliberately put you off staying there yeah, for any like, length of time. You know when you wake up in the middle of the night and you got chicken licking syndrome? You know, chicken licking syndrome where the sky is falling in? Ah, yes. You know, yeah, in in America we call it chicken licking syndrome because the sky is falling in. You know when you have that like 3.30 in the morning and all the bad things that ever happened to you in your life start running through your brain and you feel like the sky is falling in? If that had a soundtrack, it would have been this music. It's the soundtrack of chicken licking syndrome, and it drove us out of there. I said, I can't actually deal with this anymore. So people who own the fix on White Cross Street, loving you, loving the look, loving your coffee. You got it. You got to sort it out, people. Well, you don't got it. You might be doing a great business, but I, I can't I can't deal with it. Great coffee. Yeah. Lose the Philip Glass-esque music. Yeah. And please, allow the punters to be able to move their fucking tables. Yeah, and, and I've been wanting to talk about uh, bulletproof coffee, so uh, we'll do that next segment. Bulletproof coffee. Yeah, this is something which is quite trendy yeah, in London at the moment. Yeah, a lot of listeners will be going, oh yeah, bulletproof, oh yeah, cool. Right, more about that next week. Next and segment. Marsha, I have to say, it's really good to have you back here on Bean and Gone. Yeah, thanks. I ain't being pessimistic enough, but we're all going to hell in a handbag, ain't we? Well, that's your lot. Lemon sip, whiskey, and orange juice. It should be made available as a premixed cure for everyone and everything on the NHS. You've been listening to Rue the Day. My name is Dukey and I've been your host. Until next time, may the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Thanks for listening. Now it's time for me to go and uh, <coughs> pop my weasel. Half a pound of tuppenny rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel.